TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. What is up? It is a driving with DeMarco edition of Chair Shot Radio, basically. So there's a story behind that that, that I will get to and why uh, hopefully the sound quality isn't terrible for you as you are listening to this show here that I'm sitting in my car and I'm outside my daughter's dance studio. And basically what happened here was the, the schedule of, of picking up and moving kids around keeps changing. By the way, this is Greg DeMarco, Chair Shot, the Kingpin, as PC Tunney said, on the last edition of, of Chair Shot Radio, at Chair Shot Greg. I'll get the rest of the mentions in here momentarily. But basically, I to give you an example of my schedule today, I dropped my daughter off at dance at um, 5, and, and then I had until 6.30 until CrossFit began. And this whole new schedule has changed since the winter holiday season ended. Um... And so I had some things to do. I had to put air in my tires and and, and things like that. And then I uh, followed up on listening to Bandwagon Nerds and got over to CrossFit early to do some warm-up because I haven't been since last Wednesday because of the holidays. So there was that. <clears throat> and I went through the normal CrossFit session and basically finished up at 7.30. And in my brain thought I have to pick up my daughter from dance at 8. Had some conversations with people there because of my recent diagnosis. Drove over to the dance studio, parked. Had a text from my wife that was like, you got time to come home and eat this dinner fresh that I just made. And I'm like, I'm already sitting in front of dance because I thought I had to pick up my daughter at 8 and I really have to pick her up at 9. So I figured I would go ahead and record my first edition of Chair Shot Radio. So again, uh, Greg DeMarco here, the Driving with DeMarco edition. So hopefully the sound quality is good. It can't be as bad as Patrick O'Dowd on episode 3 of Chair Shot Radio when him and David Ungar did their NHL preview. So I think I have that going for me. I think. We'll find out in post. And, and who knows, maybe it's so bad that I end up re-recording it late at night when I get home. But um, again, my name is Greg DeMarco at Chair Shot Greg. This is Chair Shot Radio. I do every Tuesday and Wednesday. Typically be recording those Monday night and Tuesday night. On the Wednesday edition, you might have some special guests in the form of Patrick O'Dowd and or Miranda Morales, since that is when we record the Greg DeMarco Show and the Hashtag Miranda Show. And so I might <clears throat> lump them in and make them do that with me as well. So we'll see what happens on those days. Um, of course, ChairShot Radio Network is part of the ChairShot.com, which you can find, well, ChairShot, which you can find at TheChairShot.com. And of course, go follow that at ChairShot Media. ChairShot Radio, if you don't know, has seen a couple different iterations. Um, originally, the, D- the DWI podcast crew took it on when we launched the ChairShot back in late 2017. Then uh, they went back to being DWI and Christopher Platt and Ray Cash were doing ChairShot Radio for a while. Then I took it over and, and we redid the Greg DeMarco show as ChairShot Radio. And I was doing some solo stuff on the Greg DeMarco show. And now we have repurposed it to be a daily 
podcast, which I love. I love the fact that this is daily. I love the fact that you get different chair shot personalities each day. And you're going to get sports, entertainment, sports entertainment, and so much more. And, and you'll see when I run down the list of topics that I was potentially considering doing today, you'll find out exactly what we were looking at there. But that is how Chair Shot Radio did. This iteration, I need to shout him out, was spearheaded by PC Tunney. This was Tunney's idea to bring back Chair Shot Radio in this format. That's why he did the first episode back on January 1st. That was the planned date. He has done a tremendous amount of legwork to put this together. This is a passion project of his podcasting and, and internet radio. And, and uh, this is really a passion of a lot of us and something that I really do love and, and is a huge part of what the Chair Shot is. So big shout out to PC Tunney for putting this together and and making that happen. So um, you know the story about why this is the Driving with DeMarco edition of Chair Shot Radio. So now what I am going to do is go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I will kind of run down the topics and how I ended up picking the topic that I ended up picking for Chair Shot Radio. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right. Be sure to support every single one of our sponsors, by the way. We have uh, such a great opportunity, and this radio network is growing. You're hearing more traditional commercials on our shows, and please know that helps support us and help keep us going. Um, and in a lot of ways, these are not big money-making propositions. Not everybody's Conrad Thompson out here making money hand over fist, but I think that's a dream for a lot of people, but we love what we do. We love bringing you this content, so if you hear something you like, please support it, but, you know, um, definitely know those commercials are there for good reason. Hopefully they don't take too much time out of your hands. Also, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up one of those great chair shot t-shirts. You can get, I mean, we got shows for the podcast. We got the traditional designs. Always use your head designs, the logos. So much that's available for you over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. So pick up one of those. You can get it in regular style, soft style, tank top style. They got a lot of different options. So check those out. Pick one up. And again, you will be supporting your favorite website, TheChairShot.com. Now, I'm recording this on Monday night. It goes up on Tuesday, and I was trying to figure out what to talk about. The first ever edition of this one, at least hosted by me, um, the fifth episode in general, as long as I'm doing my math right. And I kind of want to take you down the topics that I could talk about. Now, the NFL just concluded their regular season, and we're heading to the playoffs. And that would be a great topic. PC Tony did an amazing job on the Monday edition. But here's my problem. I'm a New York Giants fan. And the Philadelphia Eagles basically fucked over the New York Giants by pulling... Um, by pulling J- Jalen Hurts out of the game. Apparently that was pre-planned for some crazy-ass reason. I have no idea why. Because they wanted to see Suffolk play, or whatever the hell his name is. Why? I don't know. Uh, maybe to determine if he could be a backup. But basically, handing the playoff spot to the Washington football team, taking it away from the New York football giants. Now, in all honesty, I do believe the Washington football team has a better chance of beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than the Giants would have. So I'm not that upset about it. But to know that my team could have gone uh, with a terrible record to the playoffs and hosted a playoff game would have made me happy. And here locally, my family, we do follow the Arizona Cardinals. And we all know what happened on Sunday to them. Uh, Kyler Murray got hurt. They ended up playing the backup. What Chris Stravinsky or Strelovsky whatever they call him on the Pat McAfee show, which I do listen to and love. Um, 
And so that uh, was a letdown or whatever. So talking about uh, NFL, not really a lot of fun. College football is a topic I could talk about, which Tony also did a great job previewing on the first edition of Chair Shop Radio. But I'm an alumnus of Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University, better known to all of you as Virginia Tech, which voted to forego this year's bowl game, which they could have gone to despite their record because of the way that the rules work this year choosing to break the nation's longest active bowl streak. So that's not exactly a fun topic to talk about either. If you've been following along on any of my forms of social media at Greg, you know I recently shared my diagnosis of, of cancer and leukemia, that I do have what's called chronic myeloid leukemia. It is treatable. It is an over 90% survival rate. We're going to kick it in the ass, and it's going to be so much more about that. But I've talked about it. The whole Greg DeMarco show last week was about it. It's posted all over social media. Why should I talk about that? We could talk about pro wrestling and, and what I like and, and why the WWE is king. I could talk about how I got into announcing, how that morphed into everything else, how I eventually got into promoting back in 2016 with PHX Wrestling and now with Impact Zone Wrestling with IZW. Uh, and even why I love NXT so much. But I feel like those are great back pocket topics to bring to you in the future. And then I thought I could talk to you about thechairshot.com and how it started. And, and how it wasn't just the chair shot. All the different iterations that came before the chair shot. And, and you know, even going back to my days at 411 Mania and podcasting in general. As Patrick O'Down and I come up on a decade of podcasting together. Uh, but I figure that might be better served when we hit that decade. So, uh, and, and maybe that's not a good topic. Then I thought we could talk about the obvious shit, right? 2020 and COVID-19. And that year had a tremendous impact on me. And, and much like many of you, I will never be the same. Our world will never be the same, but I will never be the same. And a lot of that's in a positive way. Um, and, and Or I could talk about CrossFit and, and fitness, which is also related to 2020 and COVID-19 and how I got into that. And of course, that's all over my social media as well. But I just don't know if any of those are good topics for my first ever edition of Chair Shot Radio. I just don't know if that's suitable. I, I don't know if, if that's going to work and, and, and where we are. So I've decided that none of those topics are going to be the topic that we talk about today. So here we are, Nine minutes and 30 seconds into recording, even longer than that when you factor in the opening commercials, the commercial break, the show opening, and all of that stuff. And I haven't told you what the topic is yet. Now, you know what the topic is because you see the title of the show. Um, But what I'm going to do is kick it to another quick commercial. And then we are going to go ahead and have ourselves a topic, a discussion, and a lot of fun here on ChairShot Radio. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. So what the hell are we going to talk about? And you've seen it in the title and you know what we're going to talk about. I've decided to take a page out of Bandwagon Nerds Playbook because I'm so proud of that show and I'm so proud of the job that David Ungar and PC Tony and especially Patrick O'Dowd have done. If you don't know this, Patrick O'Dowd has stepped way outside of his comfort zone with bandwagon nerds. This is not the kind of thing he would normally do. He would not normally take the lead on a show and, and kind of be the person in charge of it and how it runs and, and the topics and everything. And honestly, I think he's hit a home run. I really do. Those guys have developed such a great 
piece of content for the chair shot and, and I'm so happy with what they've done and so proud of what they've done. So big shout out to Patrick O'Dowd for Bandwagon Nerds. But I'm going to steal a piece of another playbook and talk to you about my favorite movie of all time. If you followed me at all, you might have seen me reference this before. I reference it as often as possible. But my favorite movie of all time is none other than, I believe it was 2000 or 2001. I don't even remember the year that it came out. Classic movie, Ocean's Eleven. Now, this is the redo of Ocean's Eleven, not the Brat Pack uh, Sinatra version of Ocean's Eleven, but the George Clooney, Brad Pitt version of Ocean's Eleven, which I just loved so much. When I saw this movie... Now, there's a little story about this movie. <clears throat> this has never happened to me in my life, except for this one time, at least as far as I know. I went and saw this movie with my team. I managed a team. I was working at Capital One. And we went on, a, on an outing. Basically, we went to lunch. Then we went to the movies, right? Team outing. It was a Friday. And we'd go to lunch, paid for the food, you know, corporate card. Then we'd go to the movies. We'd already bought tickets and, and go in there and, and watch the movies. And we bought everybody a gift card. Like, it was a big deal. Big fucking deal what we were doing here. And the movie was Ocean's Eleven. And we watched this movie. And, there, you know, some people like it. Some people, whatever, not their thing. And I was enamored by this movie. Fell in love with Las Vegas. Fell in love with everything they were doing. The casino environment. The way these guys were holding themselves. The planning. Just, the cast. Everything involved in this movie. Loved it so much. That when the, when the day was over, went home. Told my wife, because... Because, you know, I didn't send her a text or anything. Went home, told my wife, hey, we're going to dinner and we're going to see Ocean's Eleven. And she was like, really? Okay. And and well, we would go see movies, you know, often, but not every weekend. So maybe we wouldn't have seen Ocean's Eleven. But I was like, no, we are going to see Ocean's Eleven. And saw it again. And it was like seeing it again for the first time. It was the same fucking day. But I just loved it. I loved everything about this movie. I loved everything about what these guys were doing. And, and I just completely fell in love with Ocean's Eleven. And and watching it, you know, the second time. I have seen this movie easily 200 times in my life. Because if you think about it, um, when I worked at Arizona State University, and I was a hall director, and I was in graduate school, so my schedule, it wasn't a 40-hour thing. It was supposed to be 20, but none of us worked 20 hours a week. We all worked more than that, right? But every Wednesday, I would work in the morning, and then I would walk to the post office, which where our mail was, which is probably, you know, two miles away, mile and a half away. I would get the mail. I would hit up Jamba Juice, buy my Jamba Juice, make my way back to the apartment that we lived in, and then I would sit down and watch Ocean's Eleven. Every single Wednesday for a year. A school year. So you're probably looking at about 25, 30 weeks, right? That's what I did. I watched Ocean's Eleven. So that right there, I watched it, you know, weekly that many times. So easily I've eclipsed 100 times watching this movie, Ocean's Eleven. But you're probably like, dude, like, yeah, it's a great movie, right? But but how can you love this movie so much? Now, first of all, you listening, you have a favorite movie. You have a favorite movie that I might be like, why the hell is that your favorite movie? I have no freaking clue why that's your favorite movie. But Ocean's Eleven is my favorite movie just because of the way I feel watching it, right? We oftentimes make emotional decisions and emotional connections and things like that. And I really do have an emotional connection to this movie that I cannot explain. But isn't that what makes it so great? Isn't that what makes it so important to me? As an individual, as a human. So I watched Ocean's Eleven and 
in the beginning, first off, the way they kick it off, you just, you really, there's something about Danny Ocean, you know, he's getting out of prison, and, and the way he presents it, these are bad guys, but they present themselves as good guys, and he gets out, and he has an initial interaction with Brad Pitt, which of course is Rusty Ryan, and, and you're like, wow, okay, these guys have known each other, it might have even been Brad Pitt that kind of caused George Clooney to go to jail, uh, but they know it's part of the game, because they're, they're thieves, that's what they do. And Clooney's already got a plan for a heist and pits against it, and he pitches it to him. And then they need a team, right? You got to have a team of, of of guys, and they they come up with this whole big list, and, and they're traveling around, and they're getting in touch with the Mormon twins, you know, from from Utah, and and Saul, who who's old and and needs to be involved, and he's out of the game, but Brad Pitt pulls him back in, and Matt Damon's character, who is uh, the son of a thief. And, and and is really kind of the first thing that he's doing on his own outside of low-level pickpocketing and stuff like that. And Livingston Dell, who's, who's the electronics guy. And Basher Tar, played by John, uh, Don Cheadle, who is just a fantastic character. And he's a munitions guy and blows shit up, right? Um, and then, of course, the whole interaction where they're sitting there. And, and, and the dialogue in this movie is so good because Clooney's talking to Pitt. And Pitt doesn't say anything. He's like, 10, ten should do it, right? 10, ten ought to do it. 10's good. You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, let's get one more. And Pitt says nothing. Rusty Ryan doesn't say a word, and George Clooney does. And then they go to to the circus, and of course they get the amazing Yen, who's the grease man, which means he can he can slide through things and, and get into small spaces and flip and do whatever. And and then of course they all go to um, <clears throat> Elliot Gould, uh, Ruben Tishkoff, his home. Of course, he's the money guy, and and where they. To get him to, to back this thing is just hilarious the way they talk about it too because he tells them they're crazy, right? The both of you nuts, you know, and 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 then and all the reasons why they shouldn't do it, and they're like, "Yep, you're co- of course our mistake," you know, or, or, or we got too too big for our heads. They go to leave, and Saul's like, "Just, just, 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 you know, to please me, who who did you idiots have in mind, and who are you going to rob, or what casinos are you going to rob?" And they listed them off, right? The Bellagio, the Mirage, and the MGM Grand. And you see it. Rubens drops his fork. He's like, those are Terry Benedict's places. What do you have against Terry Benedict? And they're like, what do you have against Terry Benedict? And of course, he torpedoed my casinos, muscled me out. And now he's going to blow them up to make way for some gaudy monstrosity, is how he said it. So fucking brilliant, right? And so they rope him in. Now he's willing to finance it. And now he's willing to find, you know, get them to find a team and all of that. They get the team together and they present the heist, right? And they present this whole big deal. People are asking questions. And and some of the questions are, are like, Yen speaks, you know, in, in a different dialect. And, and probably, I believe it's Mandarin, but it might be Japanese. And I apologize for not knowing what it is. And, of course, he asked the question in his native language. And Brad Pitt immediately answers it. Like, he speaks a million languages, probably. And, and then it kind of morphs into what you think is a heist. But really, it's just them planning it because they have to build a whole big structure. And all of that. And then, of course, the heist takes place and everything goes down and, and, and you know, we know what happens there. And then you got the side story, right? And why Danny Ocean's really doing this is because of his ex-wife, Tess Ocean, who is now with Terry Benedict. And, of course, that throws a monkey wrench into the plans when Linus, which is Matt Damon's character, discovers this because he was tailing him uh, at the request of Rusty Ryan. And, and, and so... They basically say that Danny's out. Of course, he's not really out because he can't be out. He's Danny fucking Ocean. Um, and and they turn everything around. 
and and still pull off the heist. And Danny Ocean's still involved. And they rope Tess in and and prove to her that Terry Benedict's not the guy. It really is Danny Ocean. That the thief life is not as as bad as they think it is. And of course, this is the one last big job. They pull it off. They're all making like what, nine, eighteen, nineteen million dollars a piece or something like that. It's some crazy, un, ungodly amount. And and they pull it off. And Terry Benedict, which is who's played by Andy Garcia, fucking brilliant. Like I said before. Um, one of the great lines, he's on the phone with Brad Pitt. So as part of the heist, Brad Pitt actually calls him. Because I remember, Terry Benedict answered the phone. And it's a phone that was slipped into Tessa's jacket. And and she's like, it's for you. And, and she gives the phone to Terry Benedict. And of course he says, who the hell is this? He's in the middle of getting robbed. Who the hell is this? And Brad Pitt's answer, the guy who's robbing you right now. And Terry Benedict's answer, congratulations, you're a dead man. And of course he's not, right? Because he, he basically tells them that they've booby-trapped the, 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 the money in the vault. And they're only going to take half of it. And the other half of it is rigged. And if they don't comply, they'll blow it up. And, and basically they said, we've packed everything up. You're going to take everything out for us. Now the SWAT team that shows up is actually the Ocean's Eleven crew. So they bring everything out. They load it up. They drive it away to take it to, to the tarmac at McCarran Airport. Uh, and, and that blows open when the cops finally track that down. And it's empty. It's got, you know, the ads that they hand out all over the streets in Vegas for, for hookers. Um, and then the same thing is in the vault. They've actually stolen all the money. And they go off and they celebrate. And you have the big scene at the end where all 11 people um, are standing there and they're, and they're chatting and, and all that. And they... Uh, they kind of kind of break apart and go all their separate ways. They got called in on on Danny Ocean because he was um, violating his parole. So they call him in for a parole violation. So he goes away, gets arrested, goes away for three to nine months. Of course, Rusty picks him up. Tess is with her. They're all reunited. Uh, still getting tailed by Terry Benedict's guys, which leads us right into Ocean's Twelve, which is where, of course, Terry Benedict tracks them all down. And, and wants his money back plus interest. So they got to pull off another heist. The Night Fox gets involved in, in Ocean's 12. You've got the involvement of both uh, Julia Roberts, which is Tess, and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, which is Isabella Heary, uh, which is just a great fucking character as well. Ocean's 13, um, another amazing movie where um, they kind of get roped in again because... A new uh, participant played by Al Pacino is now trying to take out Terry Benedict and they want to steal from him and they wrote Benedict in and make him fund it and then he gets all this money back and ends up having to give it away. Uh, just a great, great uh, gig there. You know, when all is said and done, the Oceans movies are just fantastic. Oceans 8, which came out a couple years ago, headed by Sandra Bullock, uh, the sister of Danny Ocean, also fantastic and ends with her with with her actually visiting a memorial for Danny um, but it's more of a plaque and, and you don't really know and and, and the, the assumption there is that Danny's passed and we all know that hasn't happened right Danny hasn't passed now unfortunately if Ocean's 11 were to continue that would be a bigger challenge because some of the characters have passed away. Some of the actors have passed away. Um, Carl Reiner passed away. He was Saul. And, of course, Bernie Mac, who, who was Frank Catton, who was just an amazing character in all three movies, he's no longer with us, too, unfortunately. So if they were to pull this off, there'd have to be some changes, obviously, to the characters. Um, <clears throat> you wouldn't recast anybody, but you'd have the major players involved as well. But just to me, it's just fun, right? I just watched this movie. I fell in love with heist movies. I love the, the Italian job, Gone in 60 Seconds. There's so many good heist movies out there that you can watch. 
and, and really enjoy and get into. And Ocean's Eleven is what really spawned my love of heist movies. Um, at the time, after that, I would kind of watch anything, Clooney, Pitt, and, and Damon, and of course, that's not necessarily always the best, but um, just thoroughly enjoyed that movie and everything that they've put out. So it's so easy for me to go on and on about Ocean's Eleven and why I love that movie so much. And I thought it would be a fun first ever topic for Chair Shot Radio. Because here's the thing that I learned listening to these episodes of Chair Shot Radio. Most of us do wrestling podcasts as part of the ChairShot.com. Now, Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungarn, really it was Big Rick, who's no longer with the organization, who, who kind of spawned bandwagon nerds because he was the bandwagon, right? Who didn't know a lot about this stuff but was learning and they were bringing him along. He's no longer there. It's kind of morphed into what it is now. Um, but Bandwagon Nerds is our foray out of wrestling. It's really been successful. Now we've got Five Rounds, which of course talks about mixed martial arts, done by uh, Darren Mags Kirk, Kirkby and, and the, the Badlands crew uh, and his son Carlos as well. And they do a great, great job over on, on Five Rounds, which is available on Tuesdays as part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. But... Um, but Bandwagon Nerds is really that first and most successful foray out of wrestling. And, of course, now we have A Winner Is You, which talks about video games and our video game podcast as well, which happens, I would say, on average every other week, just depending on, on DP schedule. And that's, you know, when, when you're hobbyists like we are doing this, that's definitely what's going to happen. So just a lot of great content that comes out and non-wrestling content. But the great thing about Chair Shot Radio is I think you're going to get, especially as time goes on, more and more personality pieces out of us, out of us, your your hosts, your 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 you know even us flying solo like PC Tunney kind of ran through you know my streaming life on yesterday's edition. Such a fun look at the things he watches. That dude watches streams so much stuff. I've got two kids, as we talked about at the beginning of this. Um, I have no idea how people can watch so much stuff. I can't even watch all the wrestling that I want to watch. You're getting this from me. All the topics that I ran down, seventy five percent of those topics aren't wrestling related. You get to know who we are as people. Because here's the thing about the chair shot. A lot of really cool fucking people at the chair shot. And people who have done some really interesting things in their lives. And it's a lot of fun to listen to and, and, and listen about. And as this weekly format continues to evolve and grow over time, we're going to need these things to talk about. Because we already do podcasts about wrestling and pop culture. So we're going to need other shit to talk about. And, and you're going to learn about people and learned about their lives. And that's one of the things that I really love about Chair Shot Radio. So we've come full circle, right? I kicked this off talking about why Chair Shot Radio is so great. And now we're back and I'm talking about why Chair Shot Radio is so great. So I want to thank you for listening. I, I, I'm going to do all more episodes in the future about my diagnosis and, and, and my upcoming fight against leukemia and what that is. And, and um, go follow me on social media. You can get the details. It, it's a very beatable, treatable form. I have chronic myeloid leukemia, which is exactly what Roman Reigns has, to, just to just put it in perspective for you. Um, and, and so my family is now suddenly huge Roman Reigns fans, even though nobody else in the house likes wrestling but me. And... And so you're going to get more more about that as as time rolls on. Um, but I did, did want to throw that out there because I, the support that people have lent to me. So if you're listening and you've made a comment, you've sent me a message, you've, you've posted on something, anything you may have done, the DMs, the tweets, the texts, the calls, just everything that people have done. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, I'm truly touched by what everyone has, has sent my way. Um, I, the entire CrossFit building 
was willing to alter their entire schedule for me. They don't have to because I'm not immunocompromised right now. And, and so I'm okay in that regard, but they were going to. Um, the people there, it's very much a whatever you need kind of perspective for me and my family. And, and I've basically been welcomed in as family. And I've only been going there for seven months. So, you know, it'll be eight months at the end of January. And, and I'm like family to a lot of these people. And, um, and the circles that, that I've, that I've gotten with, with these people. And I'm going to talk about circles more in the future, but just, just amazing. So follow me at Chairshot Greg. I post a lot on Instagram now because I really like that format. But I'm also trying to do better about updating both Twitter and Facebook with this information. I am going to keep everybody informed because some, so many people are interested. Uh, so definitely check that out. If you want to support some brands that you don't always hear about at the Chairshot, Not Dead Can't Quit uh, is a brand that I love so much because of the message, life is tough, be tougher. Uh, there's only two ways I can I can fail at this, if, if I'm dead or if I quit. And I'm not going to quit. And, um, and you can get some Not Dead Can't Quit gear at ndcq.com or notdeadcantquit.com. And you can get 30% off using my name, DeMarco. The promo code DeMarco will get you 30% off. I don't even get anything if you do that. I just love that brand so much that I wanted to put my name on it and, and have people save money. Iron and Cloth is a great brand that I really enjoyed as well. They just reformatted everything. It's ironandcloth.co. You can save 10% on, on your stuff there using the promo code DeMarco. You'll see their merchandise in my pictures as well. So a lot of great brands that I've been associated with, of course. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. When you go on there, a big ad is going to pop up for their 20% off sale. Uh, use that promo code, save 20% off of all of your chair shop merchandise, t-shirts. You can get them long sleeve, tank top, whatever you want. Get them in soft style. Get the shirts for the podcast. You can get shirts for uh, wrestling promotion. You can get chair shot logo shirts. Lots of great stuff, like over 30 shirts that are available over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I got a whole new series of shirts coming out soon. Hopefully, they'll be live this week so you can take advantage of them in the sale. I think you're really going to like what they are and have a lot of fun and, and just something that you can wear to wrestling events when those get back going again and have something to talk about with those folks that are around you. So head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick that up. Follow the site at Chair Shot Media on all of your forms of social media. We also have a Facebook group. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the chair shot. It might be forward slash group. I don't know. Uh, just search for it. Search for the chair shot. The first thing is the page, like that. Then the next thing is the group. Join that. We have a lot of great discussion. A lot of the articles get posted there, and then people can discuss them there as well. All of Stephen Mitchell's amazing uh, coverage gets posted there too. Andrew Belaz's articles get posted there. Steve Cooks gets posted there. It's a lot of great content over at thechairshot.com that gets fed through that Facebook group and is a great way to stay informed as well. Follow me at Chairshot Greg on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I do try to vary the content up so they're all different. So you're not getting bombarded with the same stuff. And I would love to have you following me there as well. You can even email me, gregdemarco at thechairshot.com. I'd love to have that dialogue with you. If you're interested in writing for a wrestling website, we'd love to take a look at what you have and, and help you out there. And we just want to grow this thing, man. We're hitting three years and and uh, and, and we're actually past three years. And just really excited about what the future holds for the chair shot for us as a brand and, and what we're doing. So very excited about all of that as, as we continue to move forward and really love this new chair shot radio project that we have going on and hope we see it continue for a really, really, really long time. So with that, I will leave you um, with with uh, some parting words. Uh, again, everybody supporting me. Thank you. Uh, it is 2021. We're out of 2020. 
Go outside, as Patrick O'Dowd said at the end of Bandwagon Nerds. Get yourself some sun. Look, COVID doesn't know the date of the calendar. Neither do your goals and aspirations. So it does not matter what the date is. But you can turn this shit around by getting off your ass and doing something. So definitely go out there and, and have yourself a life and make things happen. And whatever you do, wherever you are, and whatever decisions you make to get off your ass and whatever you want to do, there's one thing I need you to remember. And that is to always use your head. Thank you for listening, folks. This is Greg DeMarco. I will see you tomorrow on the next edition of Chair Shot Radio. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and maybe satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.